Welcome to the Gym Plus Coffee Podcast. Welcome to episode 8. I'm Ian, producer of the podcast and member of the Gym Plus Coffee community team. On this week's episode, co-founder Jeremy Maxweeney sits down with Dwayne Edgar from Inner City Runners. Inner City Runners were the winner of the best community fitness club at our Make Life Rich Awards. The group was set up over two and a half years ago. Dwayne used lockdown as an opportunity to do something positive, get fit and as healthy as possible. After a video of Dwayne on his running went viral overnight, he decided to make a proper go at it and set up the group. As he says himself, they nearly spread quicker than COVID-19. The group runs three days a week and is open to all abilities. Everyone is welcome and they don't care about times. The only rule is that once you start, you have to finish. As you will hear, it's a rule that Dwayne came to regret when doing the Madrid Marathon. They have big plans to run events in the city and surrounding areas, but as you will hear, there are a few hurdles to jump over first. The ethos of the group is to get people active in the community, and the lads are firmly on their way to doing just that. They now have their own clubhouse and gym to help their members reach their goals. There's a great social element to the group, and as Dwayne mentions, the most important thing for the group is to have fun. This is something we can firmly agree on. Hope you enjoy. Dwayne, welcome to the Jump Plus Coffee podcast. Delighted to have you here. Cheers, thanks for having me. Um, so, Inner City Runners, you guys won uh, Best Community Fitness Club yeah. at the Make Life Richer Awards. Uh, congrats again. Cheers. And I think, would you go down as probably having the best celebration on the night? Was it like winning, yeah, uh, scoring yeah. a goal? Yeah, no, to, well, I've just said it, like even off, off camera there, when we got nominated, I wanted to win. It's who I am, it's who we are as a club. Um, from a young age I've always been I would say competitive and it hasn't done us any harm to date like I want to be the best running club I want to be the best community fitness club wherever way you want to pour on it we always want to be the best um, and it meant an awful lot for us to win the reason being is because it was for the members it wasn't for me it wasn't for Carl it wasn't for any of the coaches in place it was for the members to get the recognition that they deserve we put all the work in behind the scenes but they're the ones that deliver week on week you did say it was about our energy yeah. You know, we, we like to have a bit of fun, a little bit of crack, but if you look deep in, the members just keep bringing it week in, week out, and we're so, so happy for them. Ah, you were on, on the night, it was brilliant to have you guys there, and yeah, as you said, the energy you brought to the room really kind of made the night special. Yeah. Uh, your celebration was definitely like a personal highlight. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I was so happy. I'll be honest with you, it's great to be, as I said, nominated, and there were so many amazing people that was nominated, but it was that extra bit of the cake to actually be caught winners. And it was nice yeah. because um, we're only had to be going, say, two and a half years and then to be nominated and then to win it. So, yeah. and it's another one of those things that keeps kind of pushing and promoting the club. So it was great to be recognised, but absolutely. better to win. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that momentum is everything with these things, isn't it, right? So I suppose we before we go any further, we should probably tell anyone who's listening, like, wh- what is Inner City Runners... Where did it come from? What's the passion behind yeah, it? Yeah. And, and yeah, how did you guys get this off the ground? And yeah. like the numbers now are insane. So maybe yeah. just tell people that early, early story and why you yeah, said this Yeah, so up. early on, so what happened was we were all hit with the doom and gloom of COVID. Um, and I was either play balcony bingo or drink in the flats. Um, but I just seen it as a massive opportunity to get as fit as I could. So I was training every day. Um, I started in April. And before I knew it in August, before coming to August, I was in probably the best fitness shape of my life, physically, mentally. And 
from that, I just realised that there was nothing like that I've ever done before or I've never heard of anything like that being done in the community. If it was from running, swimming, cycling, training. There was nothing of that kind of style. It was all about football, boxing, GAA. So I had this idea for a couple of weeks of setting up a running club and I was playing on my mind and I just said, you know what, I'm going to bite the bullet. And I says, how's the best way to showcase what we're doing? So I put a video on Instagram and the next day I had like 16,000 views. So... It was one of those things where it just blew up overnight. So I just keep saying it kind of spread it quicker than COVID within the community. Um, so I rang Carl. I said, obviously, I've been telling you about this idea that I have. Um, it looks like it's a runner. It looks like it's going to be a big thing. Would you like to get involved? And straight away, Carl said, yeah. So we put a video out. A second video that went out explaining the day we were going to meet, which was a Saturday in the Phoenix Park. And we had about 26 people show up to the first run. And we're now standing over 270 active members, which is outrageous three years later. So um, that's how quick it's grown. Um, so from running 5K programs at the very start, a year later to taking those, a team of 36, we brought 15 away. So nearly say half from a year later to run the first marathon. And then from that then, it just kept growing, developing. But the main, the main reason why it grows and develops is because it's not too serious. When they're asked to be serious, they're serious, but the whole element of the club is fun. It's energy, it's enthusiasm, and with that comes passion then. And when people start to realise they can actually get over to run the 5K programme, it's 10K. What's next out of 10K? 10 mile. Then it's half marathon. And then it's like, you know, am I good enough for a marathon? So that's how the club has kept evolving over the last couple of years. And is it mostly people doing that distance now, or is it more still kind of more it, social? It, and yeah, no, so it's, there's a social aspect to the club, and there's people that are serious about the club as well. So depending if you want to just run, get out and run 20 minutes with us, Complete with yourself, or we run training programs where for a set dis- set distance. So we could have so many people training for a marathon, half marathon, ten k. But no matter what, everybody is welcome. We even have girls that come out that's probably sixty years of age that just want to walk around the Grange Gomers just to get out and get involved with the bus. So we cater for absolutely everybody. That's cool. That's cool. So meeting once a week, twice a week, or how? No, how does we that run. Work? We run three days a week. So yeah. since the club has started, um, our main ethos was to get people active in the community. And the only way we could do that was to keep on top of things in terms of, instead of having once a week, it was three days per week. Keeps everyone accountable. And we found at the very start during COVID, everyone was still a bit cautious of getting out and getting mixing. But that kind of broke the barrier of getting back out and socialising. And then before you knew it, everyone was getting to run our book. So the three days per week, they were asking, can we do four days a week? <laughs> but it was just trying to fit in the life of obviously getting back to work, relationships, then trying to run the club. And it was all new to us as well. But, um, and still to this day, you now we run three days a week with the club, but we have guys running on their own of a Thursday. So we run Monday night from the Grange Gorman, which is an easy run. Wednesday is intervals from the Phoenix Park. And then Saturday or Sunday, depending on what day we're running, it'll be from the clubhouse. Nice. And I'm, no offence, I'm sure the first Instagram video was absolutely amazing. I'm sure everyone loves you, but like, what... Why, why so many numbers? Like, what, what made this so popular? Why have people just flocked to this? Like, um, you said 270 yeah, members. Yeah, active like, members, yeah. It's crazy. outrageous. No, it is. And do you know what? It's, it's gas. Sometimes I look, you know, when you send the training programs in, you feel so blessed to be even looking at, say, 20 people. When you're looking at the 270 people, like, it, it, it is dead nuts. But I believe, so for myself and Carl, we're two, two buzzers. We're two great messers and we've cascaded that down throughout the club. We treat, I like to run the running club like a football manager. It may sound a bit cringy, but I like to make sure everything is all orientated towards having fun, having a bit of crack, creating the atmosphere like it's a football dressing room. Like, if you come up, 
If you get slagged, you accept it. What you give is what you get back. To a certain degree, so we create a good atmosphere. We're from inner city. We're from the flats. We're witty. We love the banter. So there's a massive full element to it. And when people start to have fun and when they start to see the, the personal achievements in from not being able to run two minutes without being out of breath to going to run the force 5K, that both of them walk off each other. But when we're serious, we're serious. But when we like to have fun, as you're saying from the night of the awards, <laughs> we, we, we do enjoy yeah, ourselves. And you mentioned, you know, say people who live in the flats or inner city that boxing, football, maybe a bit of GAA, yeah. other sports would would kind of always have been floating around. But 100%. like, why do you think running or maybe other more, say, I don't know if it's yoga or anything yeah. that's more modern, let's yeah. say, or just come around. Why do you think that hasn't kind of gone into that community yet? And Yeah, so from, from ground up, from being in the inner city, I always thought running or athletics had to be a kind of posh or well, well-respected person to be involved in. That's being very honest with you. None of our kind of schools within the city centre of Dublin never heard of having a, a running team or a cross-country team. And I think COVID and social media has has showed that anybody can be involved in any sport. So the likes of your yoga, your mental wellness, all that kind of stuff. And I think from, from COVID, obviously, it has evolved. And without... COVID happened and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you about the running club and I wouldn't be in a position to talk about all the amazing memories it's given me in such a short space of time but I think social media has a massive impact on showcasing that anybody can do anything um, and it's for everything is for everyone if you, if you have the right mind the right passion for it because I suppose you're, you're learning so much like it's not just finding out about things or entertainment it's like you can actually just learn everything you need to know about a running program or something yeah, like through social media yeah of course and like even coming back off like running it's not like me and Carla Two novices about fitness. Like we've we've done a football course with the FAO. We've got all our qualifications from personal trainer to gym instructor, lifeguard, strength conditioning to plyometric speed and agility. So we have a fitness background. We've always had a fitness background. We've always kind of done a bit of running ourselves, and so it wasn't like we are pure novices going into a fitness or working with people in, in fitness, but working with people on a running basis day to day was kind of new and we did learn on the job mm. I actually thought we'd done quite good considering the amount of people we've got to run marathons or ultra marathons so um, but it's, it's funny like not really going off topic now but the club is that fast it's that fast paced environment sometimes you never get to realise what's going on and it's only about six or seven months later you realise Jesus that person done that or rather achieving that because it's you're constantly like there's no you understand what it's like you're trying to push gym plus coffee we're trying to push the narrative of the NSC running club the best we can because I says at the start we want to be the best so you never get time to dwell on things that's going on because you're always thinking what's the next thing what's the next thing how can I do this how can I do that mm. so it's a it's trying to find the balance of it all it's time for a quick break I hope you're enjoying the episode just to let you know that we have a special discount code for podcast listeners. If you go to our website and enter POD15, you'll get 15% off. That's POD15 for 15% off on all Gym Plus Coffee websites. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and turn on that notification button so you never miss an episode. But let's get back to the chat. You had mentioned to me before, like those, those trips abroad, like... You brought a huge. You know, you've gone to Madrid, Rome, Barcelona. Like, tell us about those those big trips. What are they like? How so, many how many people have gone? Yeah, what have you been so doing? So, when Rome, we took fifteen to Rome, and we had eleven runners. Um, Barcelona, we took a hundred and twenty, and we had fifty five marathon runners. And then in Madrid, just gone. Then I think we took a hundred and 
40 and we had 76 runners across the distance of 10k half marathon and full marathon so just like anybody we're learning as we go and um, so we know now in the in the club that everyone wants to run a marathon so we try and start picking destinations now that people can do with our 10k or 21 or a full marathon but the numbers are grown because the buzz that we have on the trips um like nobody touches a touches a drink until they come across the finish line, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, we, as much as we enjoy the training, we always like to have a bit of fun after. So, we we it was a great idea. I, I, I thought about it when we were going to to Rome to bring a camera crew with us to vlog the whole thing. So we organised between ourselves to raise as much money as we could, and that paid for our transfers. And I paid for a field over there between 15 of us. Um, we had a few extra quid left that we said, what would you use it off? And I said, let's bring a camera crew. So we paid for a camera crew to come with us. They vlogged the whole thing. They put it on social media. So that had an effect that people was like, Jesus, that running club works the business. I'd love to get involved. So that kept bringing new people to it. Was a, it was a different style of attracting people, to be honest with you. And then there was a famous clip. And if anyone wants to go back on the Instagram page, in the Barcelona movie, you'll see... When I came back from Rome, I said, I guarantee that the camera crew will have 40 plus people coming on a trip abroad was next year. And truth me, word was nearly treble, treble the amount yeah. that we had. Um, <laughs> you a lot more than that 40. Yeah, because yeah. this is going to sound probably like a bit of a Conor McGregor, but I've seen all these things happen. I really, and it's, it is an weird cliche to say, but I've seen all these things happen. I've seen how much the club is going to evolve. I've seen the amount of passion, not that only, only I had, Carl had, um, and that the members had themselves. Like, I've never seen so many people to go running to have a smile on their face. You know, some people, you know, when they run, they're like, oh, that was tough, that was tough. But, and even to, the, even to the trip in Madrid, like, to see people that would never, ever go on a running holiday before to go and do 10K. Like, my mom went and done 10K. Like, my mom done 10K, I done a marathon. That was great. My missus done 21K. So, and these people are starting to run with their, with their husbands or their wives or their brothers or their sisters or their cousins. So, um, next year we have a massive trip planned like, and hopefully we can take at least 200 on one of those. That would be unbelievable. Yeah, so like, what is the, what, if, you, if you're seeing it all laid out, you've got these visions of what you want it to become, what does it look like in three, four or five years' time? Like, what, how big do you want to make this and, and kind of how is it structured then? Because if, if it gets much bigger, you're going to have to, it's a different kind of beast then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, no, it's just, to be honest with you, I want to be working with over 2,000 people. And it's probably a big statement to make. But I just don't see the NRC Running Club just being situated in Dublin. Like, for example, is when we run 5 and 10k programs, we attract people from Scotland. We're doing races, we're attracting people over from, from, from Boston. So we've already broke into kind of the UK market. We're working with Sports Direct. So the next place to break into is the, is the US and it sounds like a bit like a rock and roll kind of uh, break UK, break America, but it's the truth. I want people, I want as many people in the world to know how amazing the members that we have. Um, and the only way that we can kind of cascade that and go into these places and make an, make an impact is stay true to who we are. When, when we get to these places, I, I always remain the club to be as professional as possible. When we step into the airport, everybody is dressed in the same gear. When we get to the races, nobody... Actually, you know what? Everyone's very professional. But be ourselves. I and mean, that loud, charismatic, enthusiastic people that brings the energy. And that's how I think draws more people in. Um, so we've, we've big plans now over the next two to three years to start running our own events with road closures for 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 people. Um, I believe our events at the moment are amazing. And I believe if we got given the chance 
to run an event on the on the case. We wanted to put an event in the case this year. The DCC told us no. We wanted to put it in the Phoenix Park. The OPW told us no. So there are little hurdles at the moment that we have to overcome. But I believe in order to grow the club, to get as many people attracted to the inner city, is to keep growing and developing. Not get too big too quick, but have little plans in place. And as I said to you, the, the one on the case now is the one that we're really, really chasing. So I think that's what is going to attract as many people to the inner city. When would you like that to happen? We wanted that to happen in August. So this August, man, holiday, we have a race and we have to cap it. Uh, we have 550 runners. We have to cap it due to safety because we don't have road closures. But I was only saying to Ian before we came on, we probably could have done 1,200, which is mental. You know, someone that doesn't have road closures or someone that doesn't have this massive backing and a massive following. Sports Direct wanted to come in and give us a dig out with, with helping us with the funding of the event because you have to pay for road closures, the police, cones, barriers, t-shirts, medals. Um, and they offered to give us, give us a dig out with it and the DCC told us no. So the little hurdles adds more fire to the belly <laughs> and I promise you one day we will be on the case and we will, so you'll see our logo is the Samuel Beckett. So that came from me running up and down the case during COVID, the sun was, sunrise is coming up so that's where the little runner man comes from uh, of the yes. logo. So that's where we want to put one of our events on if it's 5k or 10k. Um, but there's little, little hurdles in the way at the moment. We just need to learn how to jump over them. That's class. Um, what is it about running, do you reckon? What, what is it about that, like, kind of camaraderie part of it? And how important is the fun aspect of it? Because there's lots of running groups out there. Yeah, you of know? course, of course. I believe we've changed the running game. Um, that's not having an ego or sounding like I'm Mr. Big, you know what? But I promise, I believe the NRC Running Club has showcased through social media that running isn't all about being so serious. There's a fun element to it. Once you create yourself in, in a fantastic environment with people that's like-minded, that just want to get out, have fun. We have this goal in the club and we'll stand by it till the day that the club ever stops. And I hope it never stops. Even, even if I was doing tomorrow, we'd hope the club continued on. Um, and it's, we don't care about times. I couldn't care if you ran a marathon in three hours or you ran it in five hours. Once you start, you must finish. And I think that just is a little bit of a kind of like an easy way to put it to members of the club we don't care what time we do it in if you run out and do 5k in 20 minutes or I do it in 40 minutes wherever you start you must finish and it was funny because it came back to bite me in the you know what we were in Madrid we blew up after 22k um, my legs just seized up it's the first time it's ever happened to me and it just wasn't my day and that was stuck in the back of my head I had to walk nearly 18k of a marathon <laughs> Um, and I just, I just, I just in, enjoyed the whole, the whole process. Okay, it wasn't my day, but in the back of my mind, I must, I mustn't give up. I mustn't finish. My legs are still moving, and I was going by all the kids in the street, shaking their hands, smiling, taking, taking the scenery in, and looking at some of the buildings. And I just said, you know what? I'm very grateful to be in the position that I'm in. So, and we live by that motto, and I think that's the reason what attracts so many people to the club because there's no seriousness to it. If you want to get serious, we have an element of it, but our first focus is just get up have fun but and we get people that come up and want to be a little bit serious a little bit more serious than what we are and they they know it's not for them and that's fine like we're not we're not not one shoe fits all we understand there's different clubs or organizations that can help people to reach certain levels but air club first and foremost is getting out and get and having fun brilliant it's a pretty pretty uh, amazing ethos um you we we briefly touched on it a few minutes ago about like some of the blockers or obstacles that you're experiencing do you reckon there are still like blockers and barriers for people uh, in certain communities just getting into fitness in the first place? 
Yeah, like obviously people, <clears throat> for example, is we get girls that come up and like, I'm not going out running on the roads. If someone sees me running on the roads, they give me abuse. You know, so first of all, it's a mental blocker of people like, oh, can I do it? I don't want to be seen out running. Um, and we get an awful lot of, of people coming up to the club that wouldn't have anybody within the club. But in the space of probably 20 minutes, everybody just, like nobody is in a clique or nobody is like, you know, to their own little group. Everybody is welcome. And we've only brought a new fella in since January, David, and he's been absolutely, we've made him, actually made him a coach. He's been absolutely outstanding. The minute he sees someone new in the club, he's straight over them. So you can imagine, we're meeting of a Monday, Wednesday, or Saturday, or Sunday, wherever it is in the evenings or the mornings. You could have 120, 120 people there at a session. You know, so there's that many people, and he's always clued in to make someone feel welcome. Um, but it, going, back, going back to your question of, some people may fear of, can I run? And when they start to realise, when they start moving to the plans that we design, like some people say, I can't run 5K. We don't expect people to run 5K. We expect people to follow a 5K training plan for six weeks. Not eight weeks. We do six-week programmes because I know I can get quite monotonous when it gets to eight. So what happens is we build them up over three sessions per week um, over the course of six weeks. And some people that had any fitness levels will do with a 10K programme to where they start that kind of 4K and we build them up. So what I say about that is we'll do probably your run for 20 seconds walk for 10, 10 times, that'd be a warm-up. So um, there are little blockers that can be in, in people's minds. And then then the, the self-confidence of, you know, if someone is a little bit overweight, someone may not have the protective proper runners. Some people may need feel, feel they need to be kitted out and head to toe and all the good gear. There's a little things that we've come across over the last couple of years. Mm. Um, I don't have a fitness watch. You know, stupid things like that. You know, and these are things that's in people's minds that they see through social media that has impacted them into making the step to probably get involved, not only running, but probably a gym or wherever it may be. And it shouldn't be the case. No, not at all. Is, is there anything that like brands or government, you know, departments or fitness organizations, like what what can, what can do you think people should be doing more of to help those people or to yeah, just attract them in? Like straight away off the bat, you'd say, you'd say an organization like, I believe more, more money should be pumped into community fitness clubs um, rather than projects to, to help people kind of like, you know, stop in antisocial behaviour or, or stuff like that. I feel like an awful lot of money, especially in town, in the inner city, is wasted on stupid projects where it could be pumped into the right organisations. And I'm not just talking about the inner, the, the inner city running club, I'm talking about other community clubs, like just dancing uh, clubs that we know that don't get an awful lot of funding and an awful lot of, of money. Like, mm -hmm. for example, we've went out and got our own clubhouse We've asked, could we get a premises? We were told no. So we went out and got our own premises. I pumped X amount of money into, into the clubhouse and my own money to get it up and get it running, to put a gym involved in it. So when people can't run, they can use the gym to keep them getting out and getting exercising. So we've had so many problems in the past with, with organisations where we don't get as massive fun. And there's, there's a funny one for you. So there's two, there's two parts where we're from. There's the northeast inner city, and then there's the inner city. So the northeast inner city, we're 150 metres outside of that radius to be involved in that funding. Even though we take 65% of the people from the northeast inner city within our club, so we couldn't have availed that funding. So the stupid, whoever in, is set up in these organisations, someone so stupid to have a border based around the northeast inner city would deprive someone that's 150 metres outside it to give them funding, even though they take 65% of the members from that area. Does, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. So 
to go back. Red, it's just red tape, really. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's really ridiculous. I believe the Northeast inner city or the inner city, I, I, the reason why I call the, the running club the inner city running club because it caters for all the inner city. Now, we attract people outside the inner city, which is, which is amazing. But if you look, like you have Kelly Harrington, you know, there's a new fellow coming through now, Pierce O'Leary, he's a boxer. The amount of amazing people that has came from the heart of town has been unbelievable. And I still believe there's so many more amazing people. It's hidden, hidden little gems that haven't been recognised because they're pumping the money into wrong things. That's just my belief. Um, people watching this may or listening to it may feel different. But from it, since we started in the running club, I, bef- I believe that we've been hard done by in terms of funding. Well, what you've done is, uh, it's pretty amazing. It's like, obviously the ethos of the whole thing is incredible, but just the sheer numbers and like I, I've said to a few people, you know, the the votes in the awards were cast by the community, you know, mm. uh, it wasn't like Jim Plus Coffee picked yeah, yeah, the winners, yeah. you know, so the proof is in the pudding there, you know, you guys have built an amazing community ethos, but also just the sheer numbers and to see them show up for you at the awards night and also yeah, by voting no, was, was ab- absolutely incredible. And what was great was like, even when we were at the awards night, we had about probably 20 people there, we still had the other hundred and something training that night. So, you know, people still don't fall yeah. off. I mean, we would have loved to bring them all to the, to, to, to the awards. Um, but it was great. We got to bring the award home and we had it at the clubhouse and everyone was going to sing and dance and having a bit of crack. But, and I'll go back to it. When we were nominated, I wanted the club to win. And people would say to you, ah, it's great to be nominated, but I didn't. And if we had a kind of been beaten that night, it would have broke my heart. Um, and that's just who I am I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm just being very honest with you I'm so happy for the members because they finally got the recognition they deserve it wasn't about me and it wasn't about Carl and I said it it was about them it was the recognition that they deserve for all the hard work that they put in as I said to you it's great that we set the bar but without the members the club doesn't go absolutely well congrats on everything you've built uh, I have one last question um, we named the awards the Make Life Richer Awards. Uh, we've built Jim Plus Coffee around this whole idea to make life richer, to build a community around that. That's our passion, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, when I say those words, make life richer, like what what does that mean to you? What does that phrase kind of make you think about? Or, or what does that mean in connection with, with inner city runners? Like, how, how do you define that? So to be very honest with you, we have a money camp, boy, and I said at the night of the awards, that makes me richer. That it makes me rich every night going to the running club or every day working with these people, giving them a platform to make them make their lives better. No money in the world could ever be pumped into any other organisation and have what we have because it's so raw. And what makes the whole going back to what you're asking is that what makes us so good is that when we're all together, it's rich because it's raw. It's it's you just you couldn't put a number on it. And the best part about the club is when we come all together and when we bring the energy, that makes us happy. And money, I always have this this thing, would you prefer your mental health or money? And my thing is always mental health. And ever since the running club has started, I think we've all gained a stronger mental health. So that in, its, that in itself makes us, makes us rich. Love that answer. Uh, thanks a million for joining us on the podcast and uh, best of luck with everything Cheers. for your City thanks Runners. So As I said a million times already, it's amazing what you guys have yeah. done. So Cheers. delighted you're able to join Cheers. us. Thank you. You've been listening to the Gym Plus Coffee podcast. If you enjoy these conversations, don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. 
and turn on that notification button so you never miss an episode. Don't forget we have a special discount code for podcast listeners. Go to our website and enter POD15 for 15% off. That's P-O-D-1-5 for 15% off on all Gym Plus Coffee websites. Thanks for listening. Thank you.